Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Amazon, we also care about the LGBTQ community. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa Omeno. As always, I'm joined my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Okay, not coming from just napping. I've been up all day doing exciting activities. Oh, yeah. And that, um, yeah, finally getting some good weather here. So that's that. Um, and yeah, busy weekend. I don't really do that much, but besides that, <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it, it's, I'm, doing, I'm doing well. All right. That's good to hear, man. <laughs> No exciting stories. I didn't get pretend, but you just uh, said you had a busy weekend and then went into, but I didn't too much. <laughs> well, it's like busy with like, oh, you want to hear my errands and stuff like that. Oh, okay, I gotcha. No, there's no like, and then what? I had like a date, but there's no ridiculousness of it or anything too. I really didn't, you know. Where did really you go on the people. date? And who and was the stuff. date with? Uh, uh, just the. Finally, nice here. I just went to the beach, and that we have this nice little nude beach. You don't have to get nude for it, but um, and there's never ever any attractive people who are actually naked there. Yeah, it's always but, like old people and stuff. Yeah, but it's like one of the nicest beaches in like the city, and that. So went there, and then just watched like the sunset and chilled, and I don't know, it was real normal. So I, that's why I don't, I don't have any complaints or anything like that. There's nothing to come from it. Oh, How are you? That's very interesting that you had a very normal date for once. I don't think I've ever heard that in my life. But what? 
from me or your from or, you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For the most part, I mean, at least for the last three or four women that you've dated or gone on dates with or been in relationships with, there's definitely been some kind of wacky story that you told me. But oh, <laughs> I mean, she has a child though, so that's. Uh... That's, so why are you wasting that, your time? You're not ready to be a stepdad. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I should be really at my age. Um, but, so would you, you know, do it or no? Uh, if I really like, do you think move, it's in you? Is is what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know about this situation. I'm just saying. The thing is, the child's mixed, so I could just pretend like it's mine. <laughs> just like you know. Like I, <laughs> Like, I, I, it's a lot easier that way when it's, like, white with a mixed kid already because um, people won't ask questions. But, like, if it's a white, like, if it's just a like fucking blonde eye, blonde and blue-eyed kid, it's, like, it's fucking weird. Anytime, everywhere we go, people are just like, what the fuck is the deal with this and stuff? So it definitely makes it I, – I wouldn't even consider it if it was a white child. <laughs> it's not racist. So how is it? Like, so no Adonis's <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Like, even well, I mean, Adon is fine because technically it's mixed, but like, it was but he's not up. though. He's not gonna be able to say the n word, bro. Uh, well, he can because he's Drake's kid. Because I can definitely see that. him getting away. With but it. okay, he might get that. Yeah, he might he, get that pass because of Drake. But his looks yeah. are nowhere near allowing him to say the n word. Oh no, that'd be like if sure. Logic said it. I mean, Logic does, doesn't he? No, I think he, I don't think he does. I don't think I've ever Alex, heard you know. You I mean, like, listens to logic. I know I do not. <laughs> I think he's fucking ass. Like, but um, I mean, technically, like, going by like the little percentages of what logic is, like, if it isn't he fifty fifty, so it's like, yeah, I think. I mean, according I to him, he, yeah, he's fifty fifty. His genes just came out know, differently. You have to give him a pass, but like, it kind of takes kind of lame if you like. You have to explain to your witness. Yeah, I can say it. And then, and then go to it. it's like why not just don't say it that so but no yeah now that I I was I was thinking about that actually I guess that is something that happened this week I was like ah uh, so I mean she's cool and shit too so who knows but it'll be something different next week I'll have some complaint of some sort fuck I need to stop talking about dates on this because it's starting to really sewer me and like yeah but you didn't say anything people, bad though <laughs> this is a regular I, well, date I know but I'm, a, I'm about to. Right, well, then don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the oh, reins from here if you don't want to see I know. Oh, man. I bet you, I guarantee you, she's, she's going to hear this too now. I'm going to be like, fucking talking about her kid. Imagine how weird that is. You just date. <laughs> you fucking go on two dates with someone and start talking about your kid on their podcast. That's a fucking a lunatic thing. Oh, my God. You're going to delete this all. Anyway. It's really not happening. This is the complete intro. <laughs> this, 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 this is the whole intro. I'm going to delete this. <laughs> well, that's so insane. Imagine being a parent. You're like, I made this fucking nut jobs podcast. And he's just talking about if he can be your kid's dad or not. And it's been five days of knowing no, this no. guy. I said, I said it was, would it be in you? I wasn't speaking specifically. I said, could you possibly be one? So I was being very, like, you know. Yeah, but I mean, if you're the parent, you have to think of all, like, circumstances of what the hell this guy means. Like, well, yeah, now she's probably going to get her kid, like, a tracker and a special word, like, for her when they hang out. Oh, God. I need to stop destroying my life via this podcast. <laughs> but that's my uh, weekend, so shit. All right. Well, mine was pretty good. Um,. <laughs> I actually went out to Lost and Found in Toronto with my cousin. So I hadn't seen my cousin in some time, and he, like, 
Well, I, I meant to see him before, but then we ended up having like different schedules. So then we linked up this weekend and went to Lost and Found. And it's crazy because I never realized how different. Like he's not really Gen Z. He's a, he's the last of the millennials. But some of his friends are Gen Z, and they just are on a completely different mindset than than the millennials when it comes to partying and shit. So, Why? I just the music that they're into. So when we were pre-drinking, so we didn't the people we were pre-drinking with, we didn't go out with. Um, but when we were pre-drinking, though, it was like they were into like Juice World, like all that like slow melodic stuff, and yeah. um, but like heavy into it and like So Fago and stuff like that. And there's a couple other songs that like I didn't really listen to that. Like there was a song off of uh, Future's album in 2020, not not a uh, High Off Life, off High Off Life. Yeah, and. They knew a track off of that that was actually a banger. I'm like, yo, how did I not take this song in as a banger and stuff? So I don't know. I just feel like I've learned quite a bit from them. Um, and then they all have like this hustle culture too, where they're doing like creative stuff on their side time as well too. Like my cousin's an artist, and the guy he lives with, he's a producer and an artist. And he actually, they, like, both of them make really good music. Like they can yeah. both rap sing and like do that well i don't know if my cousin can sing but his roommate can sing and then like he's a great like his uh roommate's also a really good producer like he was playing a track that he hasn't released yet and i thought it was off of uh drake's new album i was like yo this would have been a banger like why didn't drake put this on he's like bro this is me and i was like oh shit so was he, like that's crazy that's was crazy. he rapping on it or just your no he just had the beat on it so far but okay. it was like it was a, a crazy beat well like, yeah super good. fucking drake's i'm a trash beat so of course it fucking sounded good well yeah we'll get uh, into that um but yeah and then then we, we for sure we for sure will get yo <laughs> gen z though like juice world is a god to those guys yeah they right? love they love yeah. like, they love him an absolute god like there's a bunch of like old um, what's it called TikTok clips and stuff and like there's like 40 white kids like singing Juice World and like almost crying in a high school cafeteria and stuff I was like Jesus Christ kids are fucking weird but yeah no Gen Z are they're a bit different I, I still, still like some of their music and shit too like the younger dudes and that but you can definitely tell um, they got some weird things about that I was just talking about that too like I was watching a TikTok and a kid flipped his car and he's like I don't know. And he started taking this to the uh, TikTok of himself. Well, he's flipped. His car's like flipped over and smashed. And he's talking about like the music and his thing. I'm like, wow, that is just the Gen Z thing to do. Like, yeah, there still is the opposite. <laughs> there is the opposite spectrum where they'll go the opposite way and do some crazy shit like that, too. I mean, I this, get it. This though. is the like, same the generation that, that did shit. eat Tide Pods. So, like. I mean, fuck. We're not. We we're not surprised. And they're like during COVID, like literally, like licking ice cream. Oh yeah. Like that. Like, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that too. I mean, every like how much stupid shit like when you were like around high school, first entering college age, if everything was filmed, how much stupid shit would you be like? Part? I did the dumbest fucking things. Yeah, so did I. Shows. But I don't think I would have gone. Like some of the stuff that they did was pretty second. far. Like like the licking ice cream thing. I don't think I would have gone that far. Regardless, yeah, of like every single one other, of them is doing it. There was a lot, though. There was enough that it shouldn't have been done. Like in the it, first it, it was a trend. Yeah, like, it was a trend. Ooh. Exactly. So that was I, I, that was an issue. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's a bigger deal. But yeah, lots and found was dope as well too. Like great spot. Just uh, end up getting like, bottle service and stuff too. So oh, fuck you, that guy that week yeah. this week. Well, I mean, right? it was all my cousin and his friends and shit. I'm like, man, you guys are like. like one of his friends is like a dealership owner. Like his dad passed him the dealership, so he had like money <laughs> to spend and shit. And it was his birthday. Yeah. So he was uh, willing to blow that money and stuff, and uh, those are the, yeah, those are the best guys to go out with. It was uh, it was a good time. It was a good time for sure. But 
Uh, let me intro this podcast. This is episode 134 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, if you do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast. really helps us grow. Uh, you can find us on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Reasons FM, and now iHeartRadio. Uh, this week, we're joined by that voice that you guys might have heard. This is Alex Johnson, a.k.a. OVOAJ. Uh we went to school good, with them. What's good, what's good? And yeah, you just want to intro yourself. His name's Alex and he likes to ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't talked to this guy in like two years. And I'm like, what have you been up to? He's like, uh, I've been riding my bike a lot. I'm like, dude, what? It's been two years since I've seen you. Okay. The bike. Okay, is okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. So like. There's this thing, like, when people, like, ask me, like, how my life has been, like, how is it going, like... Your brain just freezes. I, my brain freezes because yeah. it's kind of, like, I feel like at least, I've, at least if I haven't done something, like, substantial, like, I feel like I haven't really done anything. So, it's just, yeah. like, when I say stuff that, like, all right, I've just been, like, you know, working, like, I've just been, you know, chilling with a girlfriend. Uh, like, riding my bike was, like, the third thing that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, getting my car. I'm sure, I'm like sure COVID doesn't really help, too. Yeah, I mean, like... This like, has been doing the same thing everyone else has been locked in a house for two years. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I can, like, talk about how, like, um, I came from Jamaica, like, two months ago. Like, I had a little vacation for, like, a week. Yeah. Uh, I was just chilling at the resort, me and my girl, and <laughs> it was pretty lit. Um, there was a fake Michael Jackson show, and, like, that was probably, like, the highlight on my trip or something like that. Chill with the family, because, you know, I do have... Did you... Question, did you go on uh like off the resort while you were there or just chill just the just once just once yeah because it's like if i'm paying for a resort but like you i'm gonna get spend a majority of my time yeah exactly fair but like enough. i think like the next time though like i do go then it's just probably gonna be like surrounded by family but like we're gonna go out and like do like like more excursions and stuff like that because usually yeah. when i do go to jamaica like i went like a lot more when i was younger but like it will be like there's a funeral or something, or there's a <laughs> so it's like it's Fair not enough. even a it's not even a vacation. Like I'm just like literally like at the crib and like I'll have like a few video games here and there. I'll like just like go outside and like do whatever. Oh, is your family from there? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bro, you didn't know he was yeah, Jamaican. I went... Oh, I don't fucking know. I mean, Toronto's like weird. Everyone either like you, like they're, they're, everyone says they're from somewhere, even like they could just come from there like last year or like 50 years and they still fucking act the same. So I'm like, okay, with the Caribbean shit. So then, then again, like everyone in Toronto wants to like act Jamaican too with like the fake. Yeah, exactly. So so. like... I just assume everyone is from that. But yeah, no, I mean, also that's the thing I do. I just ask people stuff and put them on the spot and then roast them. So. It's just, it's just how it is. Like, you know, there's nothing you're gonna say where I wasn't gonna make fun of you. Um, this guy literally did the same oh, no, thing to me yesterday. <laughs> what, oh, yeah, yeah. I post a Bible verse. And this guy gets on my ass about posting a Bible verse. I was like, bro, <laughs> it's a, okay, it's a classic yeah. Bible verse, bro. Yeah, but I've, one, I've never seen you post a Bible verse. Two, your answer is, well, some girls liked it. This guy's fucking putting it for G's. And plus, right after he posted on his story, he uses like the grimiest part. 
of a section of our podcast right after it. That was the point, like, though, I'm, to contrast. I'm talking about ass and titties and <laughs> this guy's trying to save himself with the Lord and throw me under the bus. It's, righteous, it's righteousness and righteousness. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't want any that part insane. of that. Get include me. It's literally with me go right after that poke goes up and you just hear me go, ass and titties, and I grab him. And it's just like, <laughs> holy fuck, man. Like, don't put me in God's line of sight. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> so... That's yeah, but that's also what I do. But I also realize every single speaking of that, every single like failed connection that I have with a girl, and I'm like, oh, I wonder why they disappeared, even though it seemed to go well, is because I can't stop the roasting like part of me, and it's just like girls are just like, okay, this guy just makes fun of me and is really mean, so I'm not going to talk to him. But like, just take your lumps, man. Like I'm funny <laughs> and deal with it. Like, <laughs> there's, there's just a lot of sense of girls out there, like, but they need to get roasted. You know, so well, how overboard do you go? Like I roast women too, ah. but I definitely keep it like not to a bare minimum, but I definitely tread the water before I know how like, far I can go. Yeah, like a couple of like, here and there. I'll keep it well, up, like I, you know twenty to thirty percent of like the conversation. Yeah, exactly. You sound so, like you probably are doing it for every oh, single yeah, time you talk. Sometimes I get caught, sometimes I get lost, and like I'll just do it the whole day. Like I found this girl. Like this girl followed me on TikTok. And I saw her picture, and I, like, I started taking like screenshots of it. I was like, what the fuck is going on with your face right here? <laughs> like, Yo, and we had such a good connection, though, at first. And then, like, I realized on, like, a weekend, I was just, like, taking, like, and I was just going in on her for, like, everything. Because I found her TikTok, and I was like, okay, first of all, like, you're not a child. Like, they were just ridiculous, like, TikToks and stuff. And I was taking, like, screen caps and being like, what's going on with your face and this and stuff? And then I was just unheard of again. I think she was like very hurt by it, but I should probably tone that down. This guy's a menace, bro. Jesus. <laughs> and only All you right, can get away with some life. shit like that. But <laughs> but I'm not even getting away with it. That's the I thing. mean, sometimes I'm sure you do sometimes though. Yeah, oh, more so sure, than more so sure. than the average dude. What is what I'm is what I'm getting for sure. At. But like that's why I'm saying it's getting so bad that like even with everything else, we're just like, okay, please leave me alone, sir. Yeah. <sighs> But oh, I want to move on. Alex. I want to move on to Alex real quick before we get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Uh, Alex, you started streaming a couple years ago now. Actually, uh, I just want to know, like, what made you get into streaming? All right, so pretty much since like 2018, like I've been playing. I mean, I've been playing like 2K, like NBA 2K, for like damn near like since 2K11, right? But yeah. As soon as I started like discovering like what streaming was. Like, I was watching, like, these two people called Max Sauce and, like, TJ Erday on, like, YouTube and Twitch. And I was just like, yo, that's actually, like, pretty cool and stuff like that. And then, you know, once I, like, got my PC parts, I was just like, you know, maybe I can probably do the same thing. And, you know, I kind of have the type of personality where, like, people just want to see me, like, do dumb shit or, like, like, I'm actually also pretty good at the game. I'm not trying to, you know, boost myself too much. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Except when it's hoeing so, you. Except, except when it's hoeing me and I'm getting cheated, you know, sh- shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's never my fault. It's always, uh, it's always the game. But pretty much, like, I drew my inspiration from, like, watching other people. And also just, like, watching people play the game, like, also helps you get better. Because, like, there's, like, tips and tricks that you never realize that, like, you can put into your own, like, game until, like, you see people do it with, like, your own eyes and stuff like that. Outside of just watching maybe, like, Cash Nasty on YouTube for, like, a video. But, like, I actually want to, like, see it in live action stuff like that so i just wanted to do that for myself as well um also i just felt like you know i wanted to 
you know how we talk about how Gen Z like likes to hustle and like likes to do other things, like create their own content. Like I wanted to do that as well. Yeah. And I felt like Twitch was like just the best avenue for it because I get to do some of my favorite things, which is game and you know, laugh at myself. So that's how I got into it. Nice. And then you took like a hiatus recently though, right? You haven't been on as much. Cause I used to pop in your stream here and there, just to like check up and see, see yeah, where you're, you're up to. You're, def- you're, de- you're definitely one of the day ones. Um, well, recently it's just like with, when it comes to gaming, like I kind of like stopped playing Warzone in like last year, like last year, September ish. Like I just kind of got tired of the game and also like the new 2K came out. So like I wanted to put some time into that. But then with this 2K specifically, like I just, I hated the game, like, literally, like, a month and a half in. Damn. So I, just, I stopped playing that. And then, like, I moved on to, like, uh, this new, like, this Naruto game that's been out for, like, years now. But, like, I kind of, like, had, like, this new love for it. So then I was playing that for, like, a month, two months, like, streaming that and stuff like that. And then I just stopped doing that. And then now, like, I was streaming, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I streamed, like, twice. And then I also, like, do play, like, off-cam. But, like, recently, I haven't even, like, been on that game in, like, two weeks. So it's just, like now like in my spare time i'm just like watching other people play games and like watching anime and stuff like that and just like you know working and all that shit so yeah i just feel like i need to find that like inspiration and just find that game where i can just like sit down and like really just binge it for hours and stuff like that but maybe maybe i'm just getting older you know like so it's just it's harder to put that same attention that you used to have when you were like i don't know younger and like you know with covid over and stuff like that like you kind of have choices to like actually go outside and like just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> play games all day so right like that was a yeah exactly right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, feel, I honestly kind of like in the same boat like i used to game quite a bit and now like recently i just kind of haven't st- i've kind of stopped just because i don't know, i feel like one i have i realize like time is very uh finite for one so i always try and like want to spend my time in a certain way um but the second thing too is that like you said, now that we're back outside and stuff and there's things to do outside, I feel like I'm less inclined to kind of just want to sit home and like play video games and shit. So yeah, it's definitely, yeah, been, exactly. definitely been a bit of a struggle in that sense. But I'm just pointing out, I look, always tell Papa though, man, it just, it's part of Asian that stuff just drops. And next thing you know, you're like, I haven't done it or can't do it and stuff. It's that. Alex, how old are you? 26. Yeah. See, I always tell Papa, 27, 28, does that where like, the hobbies start to go out the window and like, you just don't have that energy anymore. Everything hits different. It's all downhill, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what, no matter what anyone says, like physically and mental sharpness and everything, it's just downhill. I feel like I'd get back to it. If I was at a point where I was like truly, truly happy with what I'm doing in my life. So, well, that'll never happen for anyone. So, so. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about to say, I'm like, that's I don't know a if lot. I ever like find that. So much no, okay. Man, like, I mean, I mean, this, I mean, this world, it comes true happiness. Come on. I mean, more that's so it. like fulfilled in my career aspect. Like if I was at a job where I was a hundred percent, like this is where I want to be for the rest of my life. Like then I'd be like, okay, I could probably do some other stuff and like work towards that's whatever. The thing about but... it, that's how life fucks you though. You spend 
13, like 15 years, like you have to do the grind, like get out of the mud to get the, your dream job and stuff. And then by the time that happens, you've, you're like, it's 15 years later and you're like, ah, like I'm too tired to do all this stuff. Man, I'm telling you that's it's nah, I feel like, doesn't work. I feel like a game at like 50 way, years old though, or 40 years old, whenever I have no, to get there. Man, you don't fucking be taking care of your adopted fucking stepchild. I, I will not have an adopted. <laughs> what the fuck's an adopted stepchild? comes at you fast, man. <laughs> One moment you're like, I'm going to have like five of my own kids and 30 own a house, have a dream job. And next thing you're like, oh, fuck, I'll take this girl's kid, whatever. Like, Look at this guy projecting. <laughs> that, was, that was a complete projection on Gabe's part. Yeah. I mean, it's not even projection. This is, this is my life. But he's just, like, he's just, just alluding to the topic that he's been Yeah. Like, just like, oh, I my dream. Like, that's the point, though, of like when you're 25 to 30, like you don't, no one has their dream job except like a few lucky fucks. And so, and then you get tired. You're like, where you want to be? You're like, I'm too tired for my hobbies and stuff. I'm just telling you, man. Right. We need a revolution to. <laughs> happiness or else no one's gonna be happy <laughs> this guy fucking 900th k for a shoebox apartment in toronto that's what yeah man bro back in like 19 i think it was 65 i saw this post that was saying like cars were eight thousand dollars or no no two thousand yeah. two thousand two thousand and houses were like 18k like you can get a house for 18k essentially um but yeah yeah crazy times all right uh let's move on to drake's album because that's r- the biggest reason why i even brought alex onto this episode um seeing as he goes by the name ovo aj aj um so yeah drake dropped his new album honestly never mind which is yeah, which is which is kind of fitting for the time. for the album title <laughs> for, for the project that he gave us this is this is kind of this is kind of fitting so i'm not um uh, i don't know i'm not really surprised but yeah, when I when I actually talked to my source about this album dropping beforehand, I was not expecting it to be like this, and I don't think anyone was because he definitely wasn't when he was explaining it to me. Um, he definitely said it was gonna be some summer bangers, and I think that's definitely what Drake has gone for on this album. Uh, just because it's not rap doesn't mean there's not gonna bang in like these really hot places like Ibiza or uh, Mykonos in Greece or Italy or any of those places. So I think I think. Globally, this will probably do pretty well in some of the places. Um, but from my expectation, I was thinking it was going to be more so of just Drake kind of not rapping the entire <laughs> way. But I thought we we're going to get something similar to if you're not reading this, it's too late. Um, something along those lines where we get like a lot of rap and then maybe a couple of singing tracks here and there. Um, and then him trying to do his own like new style as well, too. So I was expecting that. But what we did get was a lot of house music uns uns beats and then maybe one (laughs) one rap song and uh one r&b type ish song on this album so alex since you're the guest here i'll pass it on to you hold on wait alex though (laughs) the fucking i can't believe you say that for your like thanks drake for making music for fucking greece and spain like i never said thanks i said that's probably where it's gonna go up the most yeah what a piece of shit though Okay, well, I mean, he could. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with me. Like, this man chose to nothing, put on this album. <laughs> nothing to do, just fuck Drake. Actually, just fuck this. I album. actually continue. I actually uh, want to get back to like that, like Greece thing or whatever. Because like, so when I initially like listened to this album, like I gave it like a good two to three listens before I really like had an opinion. Yeah, and I was just like, which is a smart thing to do. Which is like, I was immediately like, this is the worst project that Drake has ever dropped in his entire life. This is your take? Yes. Okay. 
And personally, like over time, I'm not gonna lie, it's it's kind of starting to grow on me. Like I did, and it's like usually when I listen to a Drake project when it first comes out, I'm like literally like listening to it for like at least like a week straight. This time, like I gave it my two to three listens, and then I just put it down. And that was like the first time I've ever done that with a Drake album because like I was like initially just so mad because I'm like, what the hell is this? And I don't know, like I was I was expecting like some type of like more of like an R and B built like project, and I think with Drake now, I just feel like I need to like I think he's the goat, right? No bias whatsoever. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but I think we need like I think we need to talk about just like his past like six years of projects and how it's just not been anywhere near up to par. But but we'll we'll focus on the album specifically for now. Um. Falling Back is the worst song I've probably ever heard from Drake. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that track was pretty uh, like decent. I've, like it's not like my I've, favorite, I've, but it's definitely one of the ones I downloaded. Like there may be there may be an exaggeration because like there's like songs like Toozy Slide and like Ratchet Happy Birthday. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ratchet Happy Birthday is terrible. That that is terrible. But like it's it's definitely like top three, one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Um. I really like Texco Green. Yeah, that's a Currents, that's definitely I have, a download. Currents, I've definitely I've grown to like it. Same. Um, Sticky is incredible. Massive, I like. Oh. Like, there's like at this point in time right now, like there's like I like the entire second half except for Liability. For some reason, everybody likes that. Track. Dude, Liability's so I just, good. I don't know why people don't I, like I it. I can't seem to just like this song. Like, I I don't understand it. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just hearing something else. Um, okay, essentially, like the album's grown on me in terms of like I don't think it's terrible. I think it's like that's just you being a- older and settling, buddy. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, you're just looking. You're just looking for what like oh it's fucking Drake. I have to find something to like about it and stuff. You listen to but- it the first two or three times and you hated it. Don't fucking give in. No, no, no. no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I. I didn't want to be the person that like, all right, let me listen to this like 3000 times and try to force myself to like, like the album. I literally give it the two to three listens. I put it down for like two days. Um, then again, it's just like, you will still hear the album. Cause like, I'll be going to my office and then like, I'll go get like, get like a bubble tea or something like that. And I'm hearing texts go green, like already like in the airways. I'm just like, this isn't somebody listening to the album. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted anyway, to get I wanted to get real pissed off before I talk about it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's just like, you know, like you're gonna hear this album regardless. Like you're gonna hear it in like fucking the malls, and you're gonna hear it in like all the clubs on like King Street West and whatever. So if you're trying to get away from this album, I don't think we're going to until unless maybe Beyonce comes out next month. But now, at this point in time, right. The album has going on me. I think it's better than Scorpion, at least. Like I'll say that. Damn. Um, yeah, because I'm I'm not a fan of Scorpion. That's what I like, said I to Dave, that... and he's like, "Oh no, Scorpion's real good." Scorpion's way better than this album. I I, I we're gonna have to nonstop is better than anything on this. album. Nonstop is a great song, but that doesn't hey, make the yeah, album though. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make like the album. Fun. It just makes the whole this because this album doesn't have one track I want to listen to. Fucking shit. 
You don't like any songs. There's not one song not on one, this that you like. Fucking just sounds like the whole same song the whole time, man. You guys never. Plus, you guys never actually like. I used to be a huge house and like Chicago bounce like person when I was younger. So this is even more trash to me because it's so bad for dance music and stuff too. I'll I'll admit this. I think in terms of like the album itself, there's definitely like things he needs to work on in order to like perfect it or whatever. Like there's there's so much room for improvement when it comes to this album. But I just don't like I'm at this point where I don't think it's like it's a bad album. I think it's like it's like average to slightly above average. Like my rating's like a six out of ten at this point. Yeah, I could see that. My that's like my rating that's a rating that's better than Scorpion, which I have at like five point five. Jeez. So, yeah. Aww. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it being played in the King Street clubs, and, and I was actually at when I was at um, Lost and Found over the weekend. They tried playing a couple of the songs, like two of them, and uh, I mean, Sticky kind of it didn't go off, but people were definitely vibing a little bit more to it. I can't remember what the other track was, but they tried playing two of the songs, and both of them really didn't. They weren't standouts. Like, and this was a place where when people put on songs that you were listening to, like Back in Blood, they would go nuts for that shit. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how well it's actually going to do in in like hip hop clubs. Maybe I guess the dance clubs it might do better. Possibly, I don't know because I don't go there. But um, definitely hip hop clubs, it's not really going to go off. But Gabe, well, I I think we all know what you thought of the album. Bro, but why so... why don't you like it as much as you don't like it? Because it's so fucking lazy. Like the African fucking like it just used all these sounds that, but like did such injustice to it. Like the New Orleans, Chicago, old school bounce sounds, and like even UK and stuff. Like I used to be when in my like early twenties. Like I go back and have like records from like the eighties and listen to that. And like that's where and even like the African like house music sound and stuff you can tell where he got all this and this guy has everything at its fingertips to make these dope ass like even if you wanted to go in that direction at least make it hard and like good and stuff and these beats are so fucking generic and average <laughs> like when it comes like no man like go like I just like, to do it and the only reason that even fucking anyone would ever listen or whatever and it's drake over top and it's such fucking uninspiring drake over top of these beats that are fucking walmart brand versions of like dopes music that he could expose so many people to that's actually fucking good but it's just terrible and his vocals are just not there to carry himself over like i like I don't the part of like least about Drake is like obviously he's RB, I love it when more when he raps and stuff, but he can do the melody and stuff that, but it like he doesn't have what it takes to fucking go over these like house beat songs um for a whole like album of it too. So just so fucking annoying and it forms into one big song that you can't even tell the difference. And then all of a sudden the 21 Savage song comes which even pisses me off even fucking more because it's like a classic. That song's so fucking good. Savage goes off. Okay, so you do Drake, like a song then. <laughs> yeah, that song like uh, that song's one of my favorite Drake songs. So like, well, I mean not my favorite. It's cuz Savage fucking absolutely destroys and ride the way he rides that beat is so fucking good. Um, so I've listened to that song a hundred times. I've thrown everything else out in the garbage. Like I downloaded just to, de- I downloaded just to delete it again. It, it, honestly, it's, 
I so he's at the Eminem encore revival stage. If that's how bad he is. Oh my god! Like, oh, no, 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 don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that! That's disrespectful. He's an That's what it, <laughs> that's. I should have fucking seen this. Like, as, like we should have seen that he's he's that much of a white guy that he'll fucking follow the like path of Eminem, where he's dropping two <laughs> fucking albums that are so bad, man. Certified Lover Boy, and then this is like I'm actually like I can't believe I went from. Fucking when I what, what was the last one to um which ones were the Portland's on that song um more life more, yeah, life. more life yeah, yeah. Like when I first got to Toronto my like I was like fuck that more life album dropped like I'm I'm in Toronto here I'm meeting Alex he's telling me he rides his bike like I'm loving this city <laughs> Drake's on fucking fire like I'm you know I'm what 26 27 so I'm still I've got a bright hope and stuff and like as my future died like Drake's fucking talent did too and it went down the fucking drain along with my fucking naiveness and brightness for the world too and now we're stuck with this this album where i just the cherry on top of my shit life um so i just fucking i i actually hate it i'm offended by it and like you you saying that making it for like oh like it'll bump in spain and greece pisses me off even more well like, it will <laughs> who the fuck will who who why is he making music for spain and greece when like I'm dissatisfied here. This guy's fucking named himself Alex OVO and he's not giving music for him. <laughs> OVO AJ, bro. Yeah, OVO AJ. I'm fucking sorry. I don't know his goddamn monogram. All right? <laughs> he's over here fucking, like, he's got people here. This was the sound shit too, man. Like, he's making for, for fucking things I'll never even be able to afford. Right, like I won't be in Spain in a visa. My friends are going to visa this summer. I'm like, I can't fucking afford a visa. And Drake's is reminding me that, like, fuck that. That's just like more insulting too. So I'm sure, fuck, great, you'll play and people. But like, I don't know. I think people are. Everyone's getting sick of them. Even fucking white girls and stuff, and people like, like the North American crowd and everything like that. Maybe that's why he's making that music. You put out anything. And I don't know. Denzel Curry had this album too. There had this tweet where he said like, these guys have everything at their fucking fingertips drake and like uh every Kanye. big rapper yeah and this is what the drake especially drake though you have fucking anything and everything everyone in the whole goddamn world like at least Kanye, like you'll find the biggest weirdos and the randomest shit to take a take a chance on and drake just fucking does walmart brand like house and dance music and gives it to us and it's just the it's it's ridiculous and coming off served by lover boy too like holy shit this is literally the fucking encore re- revival era <laughs> of his career and it's it's like i said before too man i'm only checking for features now next time i'm not fucking downloading or anything he still goes off on features which is even more pisses me off even more because that doesn't want me to yeah same it shows same. that like bro you're giving other people your best work and he rides the, like Oh, like Churchill like, Downs, he smoked that Churchill shit. Downs. Yeah, and like I, I don't know, like you, he can even make this good, like Passion Fruit or whatever is like kind of like this music, and it's so much better than almost every song on this album. So he can do a better job of what he already did, and he's shown that. So, fuck, man, that's I'm done. <laughs> um, I can agree. Like I, I can agree on I can I can agree on the fact that I think this is definitely like lazy. Like I feel like Drake yeah. kind of just like. He's been milling it in these past few years. That's what it is. Exactly. Even if it's good, it's yeah. still like you're not just like okay, your talent is good or like, but like it's just there's no fucking spirit or like anything behind it, and it's just I I don't know how he sat there 
I think you're just surrounded by so many yes men that they're like, yeah, this is this is it. Like, let's just fuck. Especially after Certified Loverboy, I could totally deal with this if he had a good so- album out before this and wanted to try something different, like the way I forgive Kanye and even like Wayne for the rock stuff because they're like coming off such a hot run. But the fact that you're at like your lowest in quality content and you take a risk and it's a dud is just a bad move for me. So I'm done here. But that's yeah. what I said. I'm not mad at him taking a risk. I think it was good that he did because we've heard Drake do kind of like off of CLB, especially he's that album really sounded like he was just doing an impression of himself, basically. So the fact that he even took a risk here makes sense. I can kind of see why he went for it. Um, But like you said, coming off of this reception of CLB, I think you had to make sure that it was going to be something that was going to be well received by everyone pretty much because when he first put it out, like I knew it was like he did the surprise thing, but you saw the track list. You see the back cover art where it's him sitting down, like his head is down. Um, the font is in gold letters and they're all in cursive. I'm thinking this guy's going to drop some like crazy ass, like toxic shit that we could all ride to over the summer. And I think one of the things that pissed me off the most about this album is the material is so soft. Like, it's about him like whining and like pining for girls and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. man, this isn't what this isn't what I needed to hear from you for this summer. Like, this is this is the shit that I would have taken like maybe last year, but like whilst you're in the house or whatever. But whilst we're trying to get outside and all that, like I was expecting him to go off with some huge rap stuff and and drop that, and and he didn't deliver. And I think that's what everyone's expectation was was they were expecting something bigger or like a banger. Um, but Drake's a pop star, so I think that's part of the reason why when I say he's dropping this for Spain, when I say he's dropping this for Greece or Italy and like those types of things, is that we gotta understand he's also a pop star. So he's trying to make money off of doing from what it seems the last few years, off of doing the least amount of work because he knows he's gonna sell and he knows he's a global name in which a lot of people overseas or wherever are gonna tune in. Like CLB was not his best work i think we can all agree on that but that shit did that shit did numbers i personally liked it like i thought i liked it because i liked it better than more life and scorpion and that was like what my expectations you fucking weirdo yes i might be a little weirdo (laughs) (laughs) i mean i didn't honestly like i liked it better than more life and scorpion did you not like the more life that's insanity did you like it off rip though because for me i didn't really like it off rip but there's a couple songs like the song when I started listening to it some more and more, I realized, oh, OK, I like maybe six of these or seven of these songs. And those seven songs I did end up liking, those were the ones I played a lot. Like I have m- at least like over 50 plays on each of those songs because of how much I like them. But I think as a whole of an album, I don't think it's his best work or close to it. Oh, no, I don't think it's close to his best work either, but it's like it's just in the like it's in the, the second half of his like, I just don't think. Actually, no, you know what? Let me rephrase this. For me, Views has been a 9 out of 10. He hasn't dropped an 8 since. So, like, I have CLB at, like, 7.5, and then More Life is at 7, and then Scorpion's, like, 5.5. So, um, for me, like, I like CLB. I liked at least, like, Champagne Poetry, Girls Want Girls. I know people troll about, like, the whole lesbian line and a lot of stuff, but I thought it was kind of, like, it's so bad it's though. Funny. It's so like, bad. It's bad. It's it's bad, As but a it's, like, it's like man, corny. You can't be saying it's like that. corny. You can't be saying that, but it's, like, it's one of those like corny bad things. Um in the Bible, like it was okay. I just didn't like giving it to verse at the end, so I kinda like eventually got rid of it. Oh, really? I love I that love... verse. Yeah, I just I just felt like it didn't fit the song. Like 
like the beginning vibe of the song with like Dirk and Drake and stuff like that. I don't even fucking get though the point of throwing that Savage song on that like it didn't matter. It's definitely random. It's so it's so yeah. It's, it's, it's so it, random, it throws off so. the vibe. It throws it, off the vibe of the yeah. entire yeah, project. Yeah, but it pisses me off because I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, if I got an album of half of this, I'd be so fucking happy all summer. Like. It just like it was so fire, man. Like I literally listened to Savage's verse like twenty times, um, and just like holy fuck, man. Like why wouldn't you just put this out there? Like I, I would be the a biggest coat writer, like if I was friends with rappers Kanye and them, and like I, I would be a yes man in a second as long as he kept me fed. But this album is so bad, I cross Drake. Like if you know, I was the best friend, like it's either me or this album, bro. This is trash. <laughs> I would keep it real. I would lose my status as this weed carrier because of, like I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. This is fucking terrible. Like you, like you can't put this out there. Like it just. I don't know. And here's the thing for me though. I don't know if I agree with you saying that it'll bump in Europe and stuff because those people actually know good fucking bounce and house music too. And it'll be like I think they'll just. I don't think it appeals to anyone. Like. I, I don't know, and I think he thought he was introducing this type of music to a lot of people, which he is, in a way, but it's not the good version or the great version of it. I could see it coming because he was getting really into that African sound for a while and stuff, but that was, like, heading to a way more positive, like, part of it. I thought he was actually going to do it justice in, like, the New Orleans sound and stuff, but he just didn't, and... I don't know, man. Like, the Europeans are very picky in that. Like, I guess they'll probably do well with North Americans in Europe in fucking Ibiza. Like, yeah, yeah, My yeah. fucking homies are going to be in there in August, and I know they'll fucking date rape to that song, so whatever. <laughs> Jesus. What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, that's, well, that's what fucking North Americans go there to do, to be it'll, honest. It'll go off <laughs> in Forever 21 and places like yeah, that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's um, your legacy, though. Like, fuck, come on. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's definitely looking dire for him. Like, you even tweeted out, Drake is at this point in his career where I'd prefer if he was just a legacy artist who only does features. I don't yeah, think it's that sure. far. I just think he needs to sit down and go back to doing like, just making a complete album. I think that's the whole issue. The the last yeah. few projects he's given us, he's just done these long ass streaming albums where he puts out eighteen to twenty four tracks. And it's like, oh, he knows he's going to get the streaming numbers and do big numbers off that. And it's just all for the money at that point. So I think that was the issue. Because my first listen with this, I mean, it's 14 tracks. And I thought, okay, 14 tracks, we're going to get something really good here. And unfortunately, it wasn't that. I thought that. the exact same thing. I thought the exact same so, thing. So, yeah, that was, yeah. So that was super disappointing you on thought, me. What, but with 14 tracks? What? I thought we were going to get something great. Because I'm like, oh, we're going to get a concise Drake album finally from the last three where he was giving us like 18 to 20. So I'm like, oh, we're getting 14. Like he's gonna do a proper project here, um, and then yeah, unfortunately he gave us this. But it's it like Alex said, it's definitely grown on me. There's like five songs that I definitely do enjoy listening to. I don't know how much I'm gonna listen to them, but I also feel like you can't really judge this until you kind of go out as well too, because that's what it's really for as well. Like it's dance music. You're not really meant to just like sit at home and listen to this. So I think if you give that a chance, it might change a little bit. But I can see people being upset and not liking this. Um, he's projected to only do 210,000, which is pretty low Yikes. for him. Um, especially like, even though it's a surprise, I still think that's a real low number for Drake because I like, I don't know. I don't know what, if you're reading this is too late, but he wasn't even as big at that point. Like he's, he's a major star right now. So I would expect him to do a yeah. little bit more like 210 is not bad. That's still a great number regardless, but I just think for Drake, um, I would expect I, it a little bit we more. We all just, okay, but the things from what pisses me off too is like, we all know, like Drake's a fucking like businessman entertainer and stuff, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt of he still fucking cares and critiques like his music and cares about that. And 
I don't believe that anymore. And like, it just was always a pathway for this guy to be rich. And like the artistry isn't really important to him because that was such a fucking dis like justice to what that music is and the music he's been putting out lately, but his fucking features are free. Don't make me understand anything that's going on in this guy's head. Well, that's all, that's all promo. (laughs) That's all promo now. I think at this point, it's it's literally just promo for his next box. Yeah. He was checked for features for the other shit so he can, but like he doesn't even put like oh man like at least one or two songs on it like that it just it's just yeah it's frustrating and like I don't know for me it's just even a bigger deal because I like I can't even consider him now as like an artist like it's just he can he's like content with putting these things out that'll make money and um, and he wants to always be fucking put in with the the Kendricks and the Kanyes and stuff and bro like. You can't with this type of shit. This is some Eminem shit to you. So <laughs> he turned me into Stephen A. Smith, like at this point when I talk about Drake, like yeah, I just I can't. I so. have I have less anticipation for his upcoming albums for sure now. Like beforehand, I'd be like, yo, I'm super stoked to listen to some Drake. Now I'm gonna be very tepid about what I'm gonna listen to coming out. I'm still gonna listen obviously because it's Drake, but I'm definitely not as excited. Um, but Beyonce dropped her song and that was well received. According to the masses, they felt like that was a better representation of house music, I guess, than what Drake had done. Have you guys heard it? No, yeah, I, I did. I, 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 I love this song. No, I um, didn't listen yet. Honestly, though, like, I think for Beyonce, I think I've seen I've seen it kind of like 60-40 in terms of like praise and criticism for her, though, with this track. Like, I've seen people like hating on it. I'm just like, I'm, are people hating on Beyonce like that? Really? I don't think I've seen anyone like, hate on her for this. I think everyone's been like, I like, really like this. Like they've been like I've been seeing tweets like oh like I don't know what Beyonce and Drake are trying to do but they need to go back to oh true true yeah, 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 yeah I've seen I've seen those yeah I've seen those people that hate new sounds and stuff yeah I I like this track from Beyonce um, yeah I thought it was good too New Orleans bound stuff like that like I just I loved it yeah I don't know if I'm yeah, gonna necessarily listen to her entire album but I thought it was I thought it was a good song for sure so uh, definitely enjoyed that. Uh, we're running out of time, so let's move on to the Golden State Warriors. They are the 2022 right. champions. Um, no. I mean, I did call it in six games originally, and then I changed my mind like halfway through the series. But I'm glad that Curry got his fourth ring, so that's dope. I'm glad he got finals MVP. Um, his game six, he definitely had a really good game. Draymond ended up showing up. Clay w- didn't come up with uh, game six Clay, but, you know, everyone else pitched in, so... To. Yeah, he didn't really he, need he, to. He, I feel like he was trying his best to throw the game away. But, I mean, <laughs> well, like, I think he wanted game six play, and he's, he's just not there yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he put, I think he put too much pressure to, like, go off and show that he's in. But, like, after those injuries, like, bro, like maybe next year. But I think he took a, had a lot of games because he was playing, like, his old self, and he's not there yet. But he, they got the job done, man. This is the most, like, enjoyable. I don't know. For me, I'm a Warriors fan. Everything, I'm so glad. Like the discussion after this, I've been loving because I've always been a Curry over Durant person, heavy. And like, this has been one of my favorite championships, obviously, next to the Raptors and that. And then Curry just fucking seeing that fire in him. Like, you could tell he actually straight up wanted, like, it was important to this dude to to get this, like, you know, you Finals thought, MVP, like, yeah. Yeah. You know he, was I mean? gun- like, he was gunning for it like, every game. Like, you could, you could see the hunger in his yeah. eyes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, and even after, you could just tell, like, he knew how important, you like, he knew how important this was for his legacy, and he fucking did it. Um, the first opportunity, got it. And I've been, 
like loving just being on Twitter nonstop fucking I'm one of those people right now that just in my house being like Steph Curry is goat fuck LeBron and spamming that everywhere <laughs> like I don't even care so that's been me and I've been enjoying it and like like I said I'm a Warriors fucking fan my boy like works with me he's like the head trainer we've been just talking and stuff and he's like I saw all the pictures from him when he was in the parade and that too so it's kind of cool to just have like a look into it that way in the backstage with curry and everything too so it's um it's pretty dope and yeah i don't know i fucking i they just i was with you too i thought when i went to 2-1 i was like shit i don't know man curry's the only one showing out but then after the next two games i realized the rotation that boston was playing for and tatum and that i don't know why people are so like rattled that tatum and brown had an atrocious finals or whatever, especially Tatum. Like it's, Browns wasn't it's still, that bad. Tatum, yeah, was no, I think I think Brown was good, but yeah, yeah Tatum was just but Tatum. But like still, like he's 20, he's young, he's not a god, and he's yeah, like everyone. Most people have to go through that shitty finals. Like even LeBron had one in Miami and stuff like that too. I don't know why people are that like Boston. Nah, 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 LeBron's in Miami. That shouldn't have happened though. He'd already, yeah, he'd already know, been like, there. I, I was, that, you know, he deserved the criticism, but I don't know, like, if that can happen. I don't know why people are surprised that a 23-year-old in his first finals who's playing, like, the full, like, that. everyone has that bad first finals almost essentially. You know what I mean? So I don't know why people are so surprised. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. He's like a kid. Oh. He's, he's only 12, so. He'll um, he'll be back for sure. Oh, for um, sure. So, so I, I wanted to... I, sorry, Alex. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, okay. Um, well... I want to go to the state to win because I just like seeing Boston lose as a Laker fan myself. <laughs> they should not be, they should not be having more championships or banners. Well, no black person who's not from Boston should be cheering for Boston. Well, the LeBron 100%. fans are. Oh, yeah. Well, oh yeah. Or they, they were. Sorry. Wanna... Plus Continue, Alex. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, Steph Curry is like like Steph and Kyrie to me. Like outside of Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball, because y'all y'all see me on the timeline, like singing their praises, they are like my favorite like players in the league right now. So just like watching Steph, especially like capture that Finals MVP, add on to his legacy, and to me, he's a better point guard than Magic Johnson. What, um, bro? Yeah. You're wild, yeah, bro. bro. Yes. You're I out of your mind. Gabe, shut up. Gabe's biased, so I don't care what he says about this topic. But Alex, bro, you're wild in for that one. I I think I think Steph Curry is better than Magic Johnson. Wow, that's out of pocket. Bro was playing. I don't don't think it is. Like, I mean, with Kareem. You mean Kareem? Kareem. Muslim (laughs) is the same shit to me. Whatever. Both the Muslim Malikans. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and like the thing about Steph, like he has more time to like literally just add on to his legacy as well like this is not the last we're seeing of the golden state warriors they have at least like dude i have them winning next year three years i have them winning next year they're repeating i forgot clippers though man if they can stay healthy yeah i want to i want to say that to me like i think the clippers healthy have the best team in the west but I still would not be like utterly shocked if i see them like lose to golden state in like a playoff season or if they don't stay healthy either wouldn't be surprising the reason why yeah, the reason why true. I'd say they're repeating those is because they're only going to get better. Like they're keeping pretty much everyone. Wiseman's probably going to play. Kaminga's probably going to play a little bit more. Clay's going to be in way better shape than he was because this is his first year back. So I feel like they're just going to reload and just be that much better next season than they are this season. And like their biggest Green. issue is the size down low. So they're going to get that fixed with the two guys that they're going to get into their rotation. Yeah, but Wiseman so. was fucking bad though, um, and he's been hurt some the whole time. So it's not like he's been getting better. But, Wasn't he good for them in that in the year where Clay no, was No, he's out? bad. He's atrocious. And he, him and Curry did not fucking 
hit it off. Dude, who was the well, big that they had that, th- that was killing it for a bit, though? Pascal for a bit at the beginning of when they're bombing down. Is that what you mean? Yeah, when they were going there, when they were yeah, shit like, team. Yeah, like good for the first like 20 games, and then they got real bad, man. Like, oh, that wasn't that, Wiseman like, that was snapping? I thought it was Wiseman. No, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, Wiseman was playing really bad. I mean, like, it wasn't. He has time. He barely played in college. He played 20 college games, too. So who knows yeah. what they're going to be at. But next year is a very, like, I don't think he's going to be good next year. Maybe the year after. I think it's important too. Like as long as Green can't fucking get any worse, either. Like his offense got to step up a little bit. But um, yeah, I'll be interested to see them versus the Clippers. And if they could get another one, Curry could get another one. That would make shit really interesting. And in how people do the. I'm loving the top ten debate right now too. And just like I feel like this is at like the peak of people arguing. Because we used to always have the top five, top three in that, but I like the top ten now because of Curry and Durant and everything. It's just, I really, I don't know. I just like, I like the NBA offseason, just bullshitting, arguing with people. I hate it, but I love it. It gets so annoying. Um, but yeah, you, well, here's one of the reasons why I don't like it because you have this outlandish take yourself. This guy's like, Draymond's top three defender ever. That's fine. I don't mind you saying that because it's uh, pretty valid. But I also believe him and Curry are the best duo since Shaq and Kobe. The longevity might make them pass the Lakers duo too. This year, they were legit and incredible defensive tandem. Curry was better defensively these players than uh, defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. He was better Um, in the playoffs than Marcus Smart. (laughs) Marcus Smart cost them so much. He do flop so many times. His defense was trash, man. Okay, like, Curry Curry was good defensively this year, like, for sure. He, he was definitely good. Smart I'd say was he's better good. during the regular season, but in the finals, Curry was better. Like, Smart was a liability so many times, and, like, even when he's playing good, he caught, like, he, that time when he, like, fell off clay, like, a big moment instead of fucking standing on his feet and falling in that, too. Like, and he, he had no strips on Curry for the whole series and that. I'm, I know what I was saying. Don't come out with me at this Warrior stuff. I got all the receipts. I think Curry man. was a good defender. He's he's not as bad as a lot of people try and make him out to be. He was definitely good, but I don't think he was. I don't know if he was better than Marcus Smart. I don't know if I'd go that far. I, th- I think Steph Curry was definitely like an above average defender, especially like for his size and like how everybody tried to like, yeah. pick on him. And, and consider like, definitely like how it is. How like, much he does on the other side, on too. Like he's the most well conditioned, like fucking star too like the guy yeah, moves for sure. off the ball so much it's so nuts so but he, he get any- part of that he gets his rest as well too like uh kerr makes sure to give him his proper yeah, rest like I mean, no matter what's happening in the game he's gonna get that you know uh second what is it second quarter rest at the beginning of the second quarter and yeah. like the third a little bit too so yeah, beginning like a little bit of like the fourth as well yeah like, usually know, he comes in like eight but yeah no i don't know and like, i don't i don't think like what you have literally the best offensive talent and one of the best defenders ever and they stayed together. Like, I don't think they're the best, like, who's ever been together. But, like, what they've accomplished. And then Green's going to leave probably the top three defender of all time. And Curry's going to leave with four or five rings, too, at the best offensive player of all time. Like, Shaq and them had left so much on the table because they couldn't, like, get along either and that, too. Then there's Scotty and Pippen, or <laughs> Pippen and Jordan, which, yeah, they get it. But, like, and then all the other good cannons that maybe have better players. Like, I mean, if Paul and Kyrie could stay healthy for the whole time you'd have a bet but like just the situation i think for makes him for a top three duo i don't think that's crazy either yeah but you said he's a top three defender which is fine it was just when you it's just i was just reading it as when you said best duo since Shaq and kobe and then you said they might be better than that duo i'm like bro they're not better they're they're not better than Shaq and kobe i'm sorry but i'm okay but not talent wise but like those guys part of like part of what curry like has built his legacy is part of like his personality and his ability to withstand, like, 
all the stuff with Durant and still put his pride aside and stuff. And like Kobe and Shaq couldn't and Shaq got fat and like ended his <laughs> career earlier. And Kobe like was too fucking selfish all the way up to 07 and stuff like that too. So, you know, Curry's a good light skinned boy and like, you know, <laughs> that's why this guy's pushing it so hard. He's he's Kobe, bias right he just there. Yeah, that's, that's his bias right there. there. Gabe, that's what Gabe. That's what Gabe does. Yo, he's just looking for some some uh, some representation in the league, and he finally got it. And now he's just he's just riding it so hard. With Steph, Clay, Jordan. Yeah, they can learn from that good, hardworking attitude out there. Not just relying on their genetics. This guy thinks Poole's gonna be an MVP. MVP type player, like that's how much I this guy's. I, 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 re- I remember that podcast. I remember that, yeah, and it's right too. Everything is coming to fruition that I've said, and you will all bow down at me when the time comes. Okay, I know exactly what I'm talking about here. So this is yeah, the fucking know. the Gabe is right episode. Name it that. Uh, no, I'm definitely not naming that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so before before we close out and then like do the last few topics real quickly, but before we close out, top ten. Do you guys have him in there? Oh, Where fuck. do you who, who are you taking out? Because I don't have him. Um, I don't have him top ten yet. I don't think. I think I made a list on my phone. Hold on a second. All right, I'll go first since I got mine. So Kareem, this isn't in order though. I'm just saying names: Kareem, Jordan, LeBron, uh, Duncan, Bird, Magic, uh, Wilt. Um, F. Who's the other guy I had? Um, not Russell, Kobe. Uh, who's at eight? Um, maybe okay. Maybe we'll put in Russell then. Did you say Magic? Did I say Magic? I don't know. I think I did though. If I didn't, I'm saying Magic. And then, yeah. And then I guess Russell would be my last one. So yeah, I don't know where I don't know who to take out for that. Um. Well, for me, I have Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan, Shaq. Oh, Shaq was the other one. Sorry, Shaq was the other one. So, yeah, that's why it wasn't Russell. It was Shaq who I had there. Um, yeah, where did I leave off? So, Duncan, Steph, Magic, Wilt, Hakeem, and Kareem. Um, Bird can, like, Bird can be, like, right there with Hakeem. I mean, right there with, like, Hakeem or Kareem. But, like, I don't I don't think Bill Russell should be, like, in anyone's top. It's because he's white. Opinion. <laughs> Yo, Russell. Like, <laughs> no, it's just that, like, it's, you know, like the era he played in, and the like. Here's the thing: he was People in the era of Magic, Kobe. though. Pe- no, yeah, he but he, they both had short careers. Magic, Magic was in the '80s, and then Bill Russell was like, no, not like, Russell. You saying? I think you're talking about Bird. He's talking about Bird. He's talking about Russell. Levin. Oh yeah, yeah, Russell. Yeah, I don't have yeah. Russell in my top ten either. I mean, let's be honest. None of us can fucking say anything on really, like, none of us can actually compare Kobe and LeBron we all grew up to to, like, Magic and Bird and especially Russell. Like, we don't know what the fuck. We're just listening to old heads what they say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's why I don't have that's why I don't have in my top ten, though, because I never saw them play. And his stats look whack to me, so. Stop being brought up fucking six years ago. Yeah, like, he's like a, I guess he's a great defensive player and all that stuff, but, like, the way the people that harp on Kobe for his efficiency, which I honestly think he's not an inefficient player at all. Bill Russell shot like forty three percent as a like huge big thirty nine percent in the in the finals, and you're like six nine, like, and nobody talks about that. So it's just like okay, so he's not an inefficient big. He can't shoot. He just he's a 
defensive guy who was, was surrounded and by wasn't like, there only like eight, eight or ten like, teams yeah there was like six seven eight teams or whatever so it's like who would like i just feel like i don't know um i just i can't have him on my top 10 he's arguably not top 50 and i think kevin red's better than him and like Giannis and like i mean i can keep going but yeah yeah i got uh i mean i, don't, I honestly don't even fucking know my top 10 really because like you I just know Steph's to, in there <laughs> yeah i have well i mean i have Steph now i can i i'm close i have him obviously above hakeem i'm it's more other people's i take other people's top 10 and at some point if i can fit like if i can find one player for every single person's top 10 that i would replace Steph with then that makes Steph in my top 10 so Steph's in my top 10 because i put him ahead of um hakeem for sure Shaq. Because I think Shaq just, like, man, watching him, like, I was a huge Laker when he was first playing. Like, it was actually insane how dominant it was. And the one guy was, like, more changed the game than even um, Curry. But he just didn't do it for long enough. And even watching him versus who he was versus the Magic. And, I mean, when he was in Miami, he was a completely different player. He was the mo- probably one of the most, the most dominant player ever. But, like, it was just too much of a short run. So I think I have Curry above him now, or I think he will by the end of his career. Um, who else don't I think? Ah, I honestly, Tim Duncan just goes so back and forth with it's insane. Dude, Tim Duncan has to be in your top he, 10. This guy I, won five, he's the, he's, five championships. He's the power forward yeah, ever. five championships, regarded as the greatest power forward ever. Never missed the playoffs. His whole entire career, this guy was in the playoffs. I um, know, but man, just fucking putting me to sleep every fucking playoff since like 01 as a child. Just like, hold that fucking bank shot. Like, yeah, God but he's damn, too good, bro. I know, but like he also be he also be Kobe and Shaq like at their peak. In yeah, true. Like, but that was an insane playoff run. Beat LeBron too, for sure. But then he had that like I don't know, especially after he lost his like athleticism. He definitely like Kerr. I mean, fuck Popovich like protected him so much. Like his minutes were always pretty low, and that and um, I, I I just I don't know. I have a hard time. Um, at one point, I did have him over Kobe, but at the end of it, I was just like I can't. Um, so I don't know. Like I just. Yeah, that's. I think that's my grouping there. I don't really have like a hard top ten. I just know the guys in there, and then I know my top three is still obviously Jordan, LeBron, and uh, Kareem. But then the rest of there is kind of. I have Kobe at four, I think. So, and my top I've, five ever. What you have yeah. a top five I, ever? Man, I just fucking just. It's built different, man. It's just, man, I love Kobe things. too. I just don't know if I put him top I'm five. That, though. Like, I'm that's the one thing where I'll like go. He's literally the goal. I'll go full <laughs> irrational, where it's like you had to be there to understand it, type thing. Like, I get it. Yeah, like, he was making some enough. of the craziest shots yeah, you could ever like, see. I don't know. It's hard to explain. So, and a lot of it does just come with the aura of his fucking person. I'm just he sold me on it. Like, I can't. I don't know what to tell you. The Kobe commercials were like, yeah, I fucking. And that's why he's the goat because I loved his commercial with uh, Carnier. But uh, the rest, oh, I love that one. Yeah, too. but the rest, uh, yeah, and I don't know. I'm Steph, fucking Stan. I hope if he gets one more championship, top five, they're alive, and that's just a one LP. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly think they're gonna win next year. So. That would be an interesting topic. Um, no yeah, one should have Durant though over him now, right now, right? Can we admit uh, that? I think Dur- I think Durant's a better player, but I think Curry's definitely. Yeah, but lots of those players are better than other players. Who'd like you know what I mean? If shit was different, but yeah, I, I would put I would put Curry above him in terms of whatever rankings happened. But I just think that Durant's still like a better overall player. That's it. Yeah, I mean, well, T Max probably fucking top ten if talent wise, but. 
Yeah, but exactly. I wouldn't put him over oh, anyone. Yeah. So. Anyways, I'll fist fight anyone who has Durant over him right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, last topic, because this one's pretty funny, and I want to close it out with this. Uh, so Steve King, a former Republican representative, put out this wild-ass tweet on, on Juneteenth, or a couple days after Juneteenth, and... <laughs> The tweet reads, I spent Juneteenth all day in the hot sun hoeing and pulling weeds and thinking about what it would have been like to have been a slave. At the end of the day, I thought about what it would have been like to be a boarded baby. I got to see the sunrise and the sunset. <laughs> so this guy went, I thought about what it was like to be a slave because I was outside in my garden just doing a whole bunch of garden work in the hot sun and then had the idea of like oh well what if i wasn't born at all oh i wouldn't have been able to enjoy the sun whatsoever i was just like bro this is the most asinine tweet i've ever read in my life like i get republicans are crazy but this is a whole next level crazy like i don't know how you go from hmm maybe if i wasn't aborted I could have been a slave, and that would have been better than not being born whatsoever. And you're Bro, a white dude. Like, that's so, this is fucking wild. That's nuts. Uh, but, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't even like know so what many directions this. There's so many directions. Yeah, like, what the fuck, like, man? Like, and if I was, like, honestly, I think... Okay, none of us have done hard... Or none of us have ever done, not done manual labor and been like, holy fuck, as being a slave would absolutely suck. Like, I'd rather not be born than be a fucking slave. Like... Yeah, but he went know. the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, like fucking. Well, some of those guys think fucking black people should just be thankful for being fucking freed and shit like that. Like it's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah. I, like, I, you're not even. I think about being a baby all the time. And if they fucking aborted me, I'd be like, sweet. They wouldn't man. know. Like, I would, that's I wouldn't the thing. Care. You wouldn't yeah, care. <laughs> they could put the, even even if I came out the uterus and I was alive, you just put me to sleep. I wouldn't know. I didn't get like consciousness saw us three like yeah like the first yeah. the first week exactly. of me being alive you could put me down and i wouldn't be like ah like fighting to live like i wouldn't even know i existed <laughs> right like so just like come on now i don't even get that argument like i i in college i once made a debate that that said afterbirth abortion should be fine too like it's just you're just there like you don't even you don't know if you're put to put down like dogs don't even have that awareness and you have less awareness than a dog at a week old so yeah i don't know what they're doing abortions are great <laughs> jesus <laughs> alex any any thoughts on this or um honestly like i guess he just wanted to get out like get out his like racist agenda and like his uh, pro-life agenda out at the same time in the most like chaotic way. why is the tweet still up like that's i think that's the first question yeah that i should yeah. ask like, it, <laughs> um other than that um dude it has 21k quote tweets and like 11k who's liking well this? clearly other other races well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's just a word sounds like racism and just, fucked up stuff like it doesn't even make it just like how, <laughs> that's what republicans are these days it's just like how do i piss off everyone with a tweet on juneteenth like and just abortions and slavery like it's actually like they have worms in their brain it doesn't even make sense like the, the whole thing was just to like get outrage or like let's do this today like use some i, I will say this buzzwords. I don't think we should have pushed for Juneteenth. Like I like, I, I guess I, I would like it if I was in the States and you get a day off, like for sure that's enjoyable. But now because of like how mainstream it is, it's, it's commercialized. And then we get shit like this happening as well too. So I'm sure the people who in Texas who were enjoying it beforehand probably aren't super happy about how it's uh, portrayed these days. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I, I mean, I think of it more like I know like it happened in Texas necessarily, but I also think of it just like more of like a southern like U.S. holiday. Like I still consider like Louisiana and like stuff like that. Like when I think about Juneteenth, yeah. But yeah, like um, I just think uh, Canada needs to extend Black History Month to like <laughs> two months, like they did Pride. Um, but Wait, what? Just, they extended Pride two months? Remember when Justin Trudeau like extended like Pride Month by like two months or something? I don't like remember that. that. He said it's like all summer. Like I don't think if he did it like legitly, <laughs> legitly, but like he said it as like the. So I just feel like you know black people should you know like, like it shouldn't just be a month thing or whatever type thing. Like I, I feel like I want March as well, March April. Damn, yo! So the whole yeah. year, <laughs> I would take March though because it's a longer month for sure. Like for yeah. what Black History? Yeah. Oh yes. well, fuck! It just I don't know. We didn't stupid that we even have these fucking months. Or it should yeah, it should just be taught in regular school. Like it, should, it shouldn't even be its own month to be honest. But literally, like if anything, they they what do they what do they do? They like, teach it for like three or four days, and like. They like lightly teach it. They don't even like tell you like anything that like really. Yeah, nothing of significance. And then they just brush it over. Yeah, yeah like. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Na- Nav's dropping. So I mean, we talked about how he has been quiet, but he's coming back. So kind of excited for that. Um, so dropping on the same day as Beyonce. Oh, good luck with that, yo! Before we before we wrap up, real quick though, uh, Joey Badass. That was so funny that he had to <laughs> he had to move his album because he found out that Drake was dropping. That shit was so funny. <laughs> Fan tweeted, "Yeah, don't think uh, don't think I'll be able to drop my album today because there wasn't a clearance that made it through. So I don't know when I don't know when this album's gonna come out. Um, I don't know how long it's gonna take, but I'll let you guys know whenever that happens. Which is so funny to me because obviously Drake uh, surprise dropped and then." Breezy's dropping now this weekend, and then Beyonce's coming up next soon. So who knows when he's going to drop his album? But that was pretty jokes. But yeah, that'll do it for uh, episode one thirty four of the Pop's Culture Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Reasons FM, and now iHeartRadio. Alex, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, it was great. You did great on this episode, man. You killed it. Enjoy um, definitely that. Have you- uh, enjoy that bike ride, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely have you back Game on sometime for sure. This. Yeah, for sure. Uh, whenever Drake drops some more, you know, mid. Um, yeah, I definitely have. <laughs> but no, man, this this is this is a great this is great, man. I always thought about like because like I watched this. I mean, I listen to the podcast like literally every week, so I'm just like, I wonder where I can ever like fit in and like, you know, it happened. So yeah. And you, you killed it. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, you fit in perfectly. Like you could be a third yeah, person well, on fucking, this. So fucking the bar wasn't set hard. I'm not even going to throw shade with, but I'll talk about that after. <laughs> oh my God. I know what you're, I know. No, no, I know no, exactly just, just, where just you're just going. Do it now. Just do it now. I know what exactly. no, 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 no. It was a certain episode that we did a couple no, of weeks no. ago. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I know exactly where this guy's going. I can't offend. I'm any, too I can't, curious. I can't offend any more listeners. Like, I, yeah, that's true. I heard, like, once a week, I've co- I caused someone to stop listening, so I'm, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off air, Alex. After the, after this, but but yeah, man, okay, thanks for joining okay. us. Um, if you want to plug anything, you can plug it right now, like your Twitch or anything like that. Go back to game stream. Um, yeah, you should do that too. Oh. Get a new audience. What's it called? Um, so my Twitch is real OVO AJ. So you can, you know, follow me on there. Twitch.tv, by the way. Fine. I will find the passion 
to continue streaming and do it consistently. So yes, please follow me on Real OVO AJ on Twitch.tv. Um, and also, you can also follow me on Twitter at AJ. Don't watch that. Um, anything else to plug? Not exactly. Yeah, that's that's it for now. All right, you guys heard it from him. You got, but you do your editing stuff or whatever too. Just let them know what you do, and maybe there's someone listening. Reach out for that type of stuff. Um. Well. I, I don't even know what to say. Right <laughs> um, so, <laughs> what do you do at work, Alex? Do you know how to edit video? Anyone did that? Yes, I, I video edit. Someone? I video edit, and I also uh, do a little bit of producing. So, if you got if anybody, you know, needs help, in, you know, in terms of like advice and stuff like that, yeah, you can definitely hit me up on Twitter for sure. Um, I'm free to ask, you know, answer any questions. Um, so, I'm trying to push. Yeah. I'm trying to push that lately, right now, with like everyone just putting people's talents forward and networking and stuff. Cause I feel like lots of people are lacking that and that's, so that's why I was like, let them know what you do, Alex. You never know when opportunities will arise or who's listening or what say it with some fucking bass in your voice. This is what I do. And I'm good at it. So 100%, 100, 100% game. I, I appreciate you so much. Yeah. He's been at it for like Once three again, years you know- too. So, and he's good at it. They kept him. So, um, yeah, they kept them. Like, I don't know why that's just funny that's here. In, the, in this industry where it's like six months and flip it over and stuff, the guy's been doing the. It's and he's going. It's up so true. Ranks, like so. this, this industry is just so like there's so much overturn in this. So it's like if you're able to like literally keep a job, yeah. for like a long period of time, like it definitely sucks. See, like so. I'll fucking make fun of you for bike riding, but you know you you get what you do there too. So, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, Alex. <sighs> also, you guys, I gotta bounce because I gotta still do stuff because it's five here. But all right, open your see app you, by the so way because you're at thirty one. All right, good to good to see you too, guys. Open keep your app, app Abe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's at thirty one. All right, later. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.